I should totally be the brave. Yeah, you could be a madam. I don't want to call it that, though. What would you call it? A digital madam. I don't know. A content person. Like, let me be behind the scenes. <laughs> I forgot to hit record, so I lost all the other stuff. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Keep going. Keep going. This is Andrew Tate. Good job. Yeah, I know. I messed up. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but go ahead. So you just discovered Andrew Tate. Yeah. Okay. And your thoughts are... And, you know, I've I've heard a lot of the things that he has said, like, you know, like water cooler talk and stuff, but I never really, like, paid too too much attention to it. And then yeah. I, I actually think it was you who said something about him. And I'm like, all right, let me look up who this Andrew Tate person is. And I'm just like, seriously, like, you guys look up to this guy? Like, you think you think that anything that he says makes any sense? I'm, I'm so confused by that. Like, why do you think he makes sense? Um, I think it's easy. It's very easy. And he, he's done it by design, where the clips that people take are generally out of context. And when you discuss it over an hour-long podcast, like something like this, and I have personal experience with this because obviously I do these videos and I come off as type of way on the videos and I edit them to be as incendiary as possible because that's how you get engagement on social media. I hate it, but I have to do it. But generally, a lot of the ideas that I've posted when expanded on audio form via a podcast, they make a lot of sense, or at least you can see the other side. And so I think that's the dilemma that Andrew Tate finds himself in. Although it was a good strategy on growing fast and getting your name out there, a lot of people can get the wrong impression of you. That's what happens in this game. Was there something in particular that you're like, oh, that's so stupid? Because like, yeah, obviously he is... He comes a off misogynist. misogynist. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that part? Uh, um, yeah. A misogynist. I think he's misogynist. You don't think so? Hell nah. Okay. <laughs> Every woman that talk about him, that got to meet him, talk to him, they don't think he's misogynist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What's their definition of misogyny? Isn't that the hatred of women? Or at least thinking less of, or... Yeah. So, so you're saying that this man who talks so horribly about women doesn't hate women yes he has four baby mamas you know what i'm saying so he, he loves <laughs> you're doing doing shock job he hates women and i think that it's probably easier for you to figure out why he hates women like what is it in his past that has made him like this or is he just doing it for a money grab because that could be it how 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 much have you researched about entertainment that's what i want to ask not a lot. That's why. See, there's so much negativity on this guy. Mm-hmm. Partly himself. Because they want to cancel him. You know what uh, I'm they want to move him on. I don't think that anyone cares enough to truly cancel him. Like, so what he got huh? himself involved in this week. No, honest to God, like, there's so many other people that you can cancel before him. But what he got himself involved in this week with Greta and Twitter and all that stuff he's insane like he is looking for so much attention and then he gets himself caught up and now he's going to be in jail for a while before he even goes to trial and the things that are coming out of like what he has said this whole webcam business and you know keeping people and you know i'm gonna you, you have to stay here and you have to do this that's problematic you don't 
think that's problematic? You think that that's okay? Apparently, he's in jail right now. Mm -hmm. There are accusations uh, against him that he was trafficking or something like that, which is like, okay, I mean, okay, sure. Okay, put that stuff aside. So let's okay. let's say that none of that Make that, that make sense, actually... though. Like, because he, he's got so much money, he could get all the pussy in the world if he how wants he, to. How'd he get it? I think right now it's casinos, but before yeah, it was the he, webcam he, stuff. Which, yeah, he started off. Which yeah. is what people say was the problem, right? Like, that's why he's in jail right now, until his trial. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find, here's the thing, like, he's in a country. I don't know, I think there's, people are looking at this, I think, to surface level. If you look deeper, it's like, okay, which country is he in? Can, yeah. and, and here's, the, I'm not going to defend, it's like, all right, the guy is accused of stuff. As far as I'm concerned, he's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, he has a history of making his money in, I, I would define as sinful ways. And I get that. Yeah. And the reason why a lot of young men admire him is because of the obvious wealth. And I'm not a fan of the worship of money and the cars and then, you know, just the running through of women and stuff like that. Fine. But uh, to me, he just is just a starting point for a lot of men. He's just a way to like, hey, guys, you don't have to. You can you can live a better life. This doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Tate life. Obviously, it comes with a lot of headache and drama, as we are all seeing publicly these days. It's kind of crazy. And yeah, the attention and stuff like that, it's the life of a creator. And he is, I think, doing a lot of this on purpose. And it looks bad on the outside, but it's strategic. And I can see it, but I, I can also I agree understand. with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like See, I told you, we always we always eventually agree on stuff. <laughs> oh, God, I hate it. But yeah. I'm going I'm gonna go to a different place. So okay. put all of that with Andrew Tate. And let's mm. just talk about the incident on Twitter. With so Greta? he's yeah, so he's over here boasting about his carbon footprint. That in and of itself is problematic and everyone should see that as problematic. It, it goes to the well, it goes to the whole thing with like the love of money and just you know keeping up with the joneses um and and the whole fact that you know our world is going to shit because of the environment right so you know it's been raining in california for what three weeks at this point yeah. um you know just look at how he decided to play that out like he is over here basically Having an argument with a teenager, she's still 19 years old, on Twitter about his cars. Like, are you kidding me? The world that we live in, with all of the things that are going on in this world, you decide that the best use of your time and platform is to have an argument with a teenager about your, your uh, carbon footprint. Yeah, he picked that fight for sure. That's an asshole move. It is. Yeah, but it's also, I, I see the strategy in it. To go to jail? It's weird yeah. that he got arrested after he started picking a fight with a 19-year-old who's all about this world, global yeah. world stuff. But Which, I don't know if that helps with the, obviously you got the conspiracy theorists here and be like, look, this is what happens when you try to fight with people who are part of the new world order, as they would say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, the guy did get arrested immediately. But on the other hand, it's like, why did he pick the fight with Greta? Because 
she was no one cared about her until he said showed off his 22 supercars or whatever which in the grand scheme of things it ain't doing anything for the it's not i would say people cared about her but no one cared about her in in this fight like yeah like the way that he's going at her like she has her own platform which is great but like Mm -hmm. this was stupid this was like i want to show my dick i want to show that like i'm a bigger person than you and then he gets caught up in this and for me like okay this whole webcam stuff and and the alleged crimes that you've committed it makes me feel like there might be some legitimacy to that considering the fact that spending an evening on twitter fighting with a 19 year old to me i just thought is i thought it was funny i was like he didn't need that fight i don't know exactly what the strategic advantage is for i guess i think she has a bigger platform so you know there's this strategy and content a lot of creators end up doing is where they just punch up because that's how you just get your name out. So I think that's was because I mean, who else can he do it to? There aren't a lot of people left who are bigger than him. I think Greta was one of them. He didn't want to pick a fight with Kanye. I think he and Kanye would get along. That's the thing. Definitely. Do you think so? Yeah, I think they would. Or maybe he likes Kanye. That could be a thing. So yeah. it's like you need to find polar opposites because then you have the the biggest controversy and drama. So that's the thing, like the 22 supercars, Greta with her whole, whole save the environment thing, literally contrary to each other. Um, I, I'm not a content creator. Like it's, uh, that's not my jam. So I have no idea, but like, I would think that jumping on the crazy Kanye bandwagon right now would be more helpful to your brand than attacking a 19 year old who wants to save the environment. I think they share audiences is the problem. Cause like if he attacks Kanye, really? Yeah, I I think there's circles of like in the Venn diagram of things. I think Andrew Tate and Kanye's and maybe the Elons in there, and they all sort of attract the same type of people. It's like mm-hmm. it's a matter of like, and plus, if you want to make headlines, I mean, attacking Kanye as someone as Andrew Tate, I mean, I don't know if that would work, but definitely Greta. And then she came with the comeback with the the whole email address thing which was weird because it was her email and so it didn't make any sense but i guess people enjoyed it and <laughs> yeah that, that's true uh, it was weird yeah. it was weird i don't know why it was people... her email it was it was just a made-up email but it's like in the joke she's saying a small dick energy at getalife.com send it to mm-hmm. as if she's claiming that's her email like my email is my first name and my last name it's representative of me so what she was but I don't know. I guess people miss that completely. And they're like, oh, burn, burn. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I guess I missed that too, because that's not the way I saw it. <laughs> okay. It's like she's telling him that he has small thick energy, which he kind of does. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you went way deeper than I would. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not a fan of the opulence. And here's the thing. I actually did post a video talking about how owning those cars are such a pain in the ass because like the maintenance of it, they're very finicky. They have to be, tolerances are so tight because I used to be an engineer and I'm like, these cars are a pain in the ass to own. And then Mm -hmm. if you have that many cars, you cars are meant to be driven. So if they're not being driven, then they just atrophy, you know, fluids Mm -hmm. aren't cycling and all that. So I'm like, this is just an expense. And so, Literally, the only reason for ever owning them is for the marketing. I get that's his brand, whatever. And he's really pushing it. And it's all strategic, I can see. Because he's been he's been in this whole podcasting scene for years. It's just now that he's blowing up, which is also the life of a creator. 
It's like people don't know you until much, much later. But all the stuff, all the things, the clips that you see, those are from podcasts from a long time ago. Some of them are recent, but a lot of them are from a long time ago. So why does your brother like him? Tell me what redeeming qualities you think Andrew Tate has. I think primary, it's just a man living on his own terms. That's it. That's the main appeal to young men. And I totally understand it because it's like, you know what? You're not going to do what people are telling you to do. You're going to live life on your own. You're going to decide how you want your life to be. And his life has been a lot of debauchery and he's publicizing it. And that's fine. And that's usually where I think young men start off. They start off there. And then once they get those things, once they can, they have the money or at least they're willing or they get to a point where they can actually afford things. Because every man starts off, at least most men start off as broke. And I remember when I was younger, I literally had nothing. As a man, you kind of have to earn your place. And these, this idea that people will accept you for as you are and all that, that's a nice idea, but it doesn't work like that, for you, especially for young men. And so they were literally lied to their whole lives. And then they see this guy, Andrew Tate, living the life, at least the, the desires that a lot of young men have, women, money, and that life of leisure and travel. He's hitting all three of those and they're seeing it. But I think once they get past the stage of like, and then he tells the men, all right, self-improvement, you have to work on yourself. You can't just be lazy. You have to work hard. And that's a lot of his message that you probably don't get to see because obviously these feeds are just, uh, the controversy works, but you know, there's nothing controversial about a guy telling other men when you're young, you have to hustle hard. You can't be lazy. You can't be playing video games all day. You have to work and it's going to be really hard work. Yeah. I think it's I think it's totally fair for a person to have those different sides, right? So he can be a complete asshole where he's pimping out women because basically that's what they're saying, right? Yeah. He could be that. He could be the misogynist. He could be the person who's fighting with the 19-year-old on Twitter like a dummy. And then he could be the person who's inspirational on the other side. And both of those things can be true um, about a person. So... I can see, oh God, I hate this. I can see <laughs> like where I could see the re- a redeeming quality. Yes. Um, even oh, I, I legit hate saying this to you. Like, <laughs> seriously. I want to yeah. burn my face off for saying this to you, but okay. Another way of seeing this for the people who are listening, you could see it as like the stuff that he's showing with the girls, the money, the travel, all that. That's the honey right? You get the guys in. It's the bait. And then when they see, they're like, all right, I kind of really like the life he's living. I wonder how he got that. Then they listen to the long form interviews that he's been. And he's like, yeah, I had nothing. Me and my brother, we had nothing. We literally had to just, we tried so many different things. We struggled a lot. We were always working. I learned how to fight and I trained all the time and I got my face beaten in all the time because we really had nothing. And so we just had to figure things out. And we went through a lot of pain. And guys, today, you got to understand that's the life. That's the life. If you want to make something of yourself, you're going to have to put in work. There's no like, nothing's going to be handed to you. You bring them in with the hot takes, but then you actually improve their life with the, the deep and the message and the stories of what they went through and what, the advice that he gives. And so to me, I just see it as a guy who gives these young men something that they don't get today in like academic institutions, media, or anything like that, a vision of what their life could be and how to get there. And that's it. And eventually I know a lot of these men 
who even watch him are like, that life is way too extreme. I don't want any of that. But at least they'll adopt some of the things of like self-improvement and working hard. And then I feel a lot of men are going to graduate beyond the the misogyny stuff that people say he says. And then they'll learn to, you know, make themselves better in it. Yeah, It's like a cycle, though, because it's sad that um, that people are looking up to, I don't know, like this bullshit, right? So in order for you to even get your point across, in order for you to try to help make people better, you have to put up this facade. And it's the same thing with rappers, and I don't like rappers either. Like, I'm, I'm a bit more old school, so I look at rappers like, whatever the hell these kids are listening to today, because God knows I don't know any of their names, <laughs> versus like, um, like a Talib Kweli or like um, Most Depp or, or Common, right? Like yeah. they didn't have so much of the misogyny. There was some, but it wasn't as bad as some of the things that I'm hearing today. And I get it. They're trying to further this message of like doing better for yourself and, you know, being being more than what, you know, the world says you're supposed to be. But you're wrapping it up in this, horrible gift in my opinion and it causes so much other like problems within society um abuse theft just drugs like all of that stuff i feel like i sound like a republican now and i hate that but <laughs> i think it's the, the gen x are coming out but like like you should be able to have that message and not have to wrap it up in the bullshit that would be nice that would be great if it worked that way but i mm-hmm. mean to me i'm like this is better than what we got now. And yeah, hopefully maybe in the future there's a better Tate. But like for now, if guys can improve their lives based on this message, I'm, I'm all for it. Because it's not just good for them. It's good for society too. If they become better men. Now you might say, okay, the idea is that he's pushing whatever. It's like most men are not into that. Most men aren't. Yeah, they see the stuff and like, yo, you see this crazy stuff? It's like, okay, cool. But when they're living their lives it's not nothing even close to that and then you know it's like there's all this uh, i don't know if i want to start the comparison stuff but go for it all right so you know the claim all right he's exploiting these women on cam whatever but if a woman here's the thing at least from my understanding it's all voluntary if women are choosing yeah allegedly but i mean the, the default is that it's all legit until proven otherwise so if it is all legit who am i to say these women can't decide to partner with who they want you know agreed if it's all legit like if if this is something that they want to do and they can come and go as they please and it's a complete free choice then let them do it yeah yes so so my understanding is that these women did not know how to talk to the uh, the men on on only fans you know what i'm saying so uh tate would see like uh, the way they're messaging him, he's like, "What the hell? That's not what a man wants to hear." Oh, he was their coach. He was basically like a man, like a management, like he's running their account. You know what I'm saying? So he would actually uh, type everything what to say, and they'd be like the person in the camera. And you know, how do you guys feel about that? You were you were chatting with Tate. You were getting your rocks off too. Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't do. I don't. I don't even. You know, I actually man. looked into this. Weirdly enough, because I'm, I'm doing software specifically for social media. And I was like, all right, what market segments could I actually serve with this this stuff? And so one of them was like OnlyFans models and stuff. So I actually read through this forum where they actually give advice to each other. One of the hardest things about being an OnlyFans model is like, it's not just posting content, which 
I guess it's a lot like a podcast too, or anybody who's posting content. It's not enough to just post. You have to interact, which is why I do the lives, which is why I riff off the comments and stuff. And it's the same thing for OnlyFans models. They have to not only post and reveal so much of themselves, they have to also be active and engage with people so that they become reoccurring customers. Because this is, if you look at some of their prices, it's like a few dollars here and there per person. It's actually a lot of work doing all the chatting and then the messaging and all that stuff. And in this forum, these these girls were basically giving advice to each other. And yeah, a lot of them do partner with somebody else to help them with their image and their brand and their account because it's hella work. Oh my God, I should totally do this. Yeah. I should totally be like the brave. A madame? Yeah, you could be a madam. I don't want to call it that though. I just what wanna, did you call it? A digital madam. I don't know. I just want to be like a content person. Like, yes. Let me be behind the scenes. And- exactly, and that's what that's what entertained us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. That's that's what he explains in his podcast. It makes sense if he wasn't, you know, doing the things that they say he was doing. Yes, for sure. Understood. We'll get to see. But here's the thing: anytime. Anytime I see like a uh, Eastern European country say some stuff, I'm like, how legit is this? Because like, we know, we know how those countries operate. Like, they're not 100% legit. And considering his wealth, I'm like, I'm wondering if it's not that he's arrested, but they're actually protecting him. I don't know from what, but it just seems like, I don't know. I'm not going to, you know what? I don't I actually don't want to speculate on this, especially on a podcast, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But honestly, it's just like, eh. The guy, I don't know. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, so death took the other one. Um, what's his name? Kevin Samuels? That yeah. Other, yeah. So, like, 2022, 2023, death takes one, and, you know, he gets thrown in a Romanian jail. The other one gets thrown in a Romanian jail forever. I think that'd be kind of funny. Sorry. I don't know. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Romania doesn't operate like the West. It's like, I don't even that know is, if the guy's is... arrested. That's the crazy thing. Like, it's easy. Obviously, you have the headlines and stuff, but is he, like, I wonder what that means. I don't know. I'd be curious, like, if arrested. Arrested, like, in a jail? Like, if it's, like, one of those mob situations where, like, hey, you're technically in jail, you're under arrest, but you have everything you could want or need, and they're more than willing to supply it to you kind of situation. In which case, it's like, are you really arrested, you know? (laughs) What's, What's their win, though? If that were the case, like, what's the benefit to Romania for that? Uh, I mean, he's a wealthy guy, so he brings tourism at least to the country. To Romania? Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, he's like, yo, I get to live life as I want. And yeah, it's a corrupt country, but at least I could pay my way out. (laughs) That's his attitude. It's crazy. I don't know. Uh, Whatever. I don't know. It's just crazy to me. But that's his attitude. I'm like, all right. (laughs) That's hard to argue against. It's like if you're rich enough, a a corrupt country is better because you can pay Uh, your way through. Because I don't know if rich people can do that here. Obviously, yeah, there's lobbyists and all that. And yeah, they pull political pull and all that. But I mean, like if you get arrested for like something as serious as what he's been arrested for, do you think you get to walk if even if you're a bit, like super rich? That's a hard one, right? Because yeah. I think it depends on how much attention it got, right? So like, did it uh, get blown up and people like, do other people know? But I do think that rich people in America get away with, a lot, mm-hmm. like for real. It just, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm, I think I'm seeing what's. Corrupt. Yeah, I, I like. I'm seeing what's happening to Sam Bankman Freed. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is justice because one, it's happening super fast, which is almost never the case. And then we'll see. What... I thought the same thing. I I was like, wait a minute, this all kind of like went down in under a year. Yeah, like, normally these things take years. God, yes. Yeah. Look at the college admission scandal, which I mean, maybe you can't really mm-hmm. compare the two, but. Look how long that took to actually like to get people in jail, right? So yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I never understood that. Why? Why is that criminal to pay off a school? Why is it worth the FBI's attention? So it was bribery, and it was which is a felony. You can't bribe people. But then when you're transferring money, um, you're doing wire fraud. So it's oh, that's what they got him on. Yeah. What? But what does that have to do with? I get well. Yeah, you, you can't do that, and so most of them, the the big charges is the wire fraud. Wow! So they didn't even get them on the fuck. They didn't get them on the school thing. No, who cares about that? So nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares that you lie, that you row, or you do whatever bullshit they were saying. Like it's about the money. It's always uh, about the money. So they got them on you know, wire fraud. They got them oh, on wire fraud. Okay. I don't know. I was thinking maybe it might have done because the school receives federal funding. So you are, well, no, because if they don't take any money, wire fraud, that's what got it. Mm-hmm. That's why. Wire fraud. Yeah. And, oh, and you know, the, the ones who took deals aren't doing that much time. Okay. I, I just heard this week that the guy who was like the ringleader, um, he's getting a bit of time, like over 10 years or something. So yeah, wire fraud. I don't know. I feel like, the FBI should be investigating something maybe more serious. Because, like, like, we all knew. We all knew. Like, the legacy system's always been there for a lot of these schools. You know, they yeah. donate money for a library. Okay, kid gets in. Yeah. We knew that. But I guess maybe, I don't know, because those things probably still happen, right? Like, but donating money for a library and a kid gets in is not doing it under false pretenses. And what was happening, along with the fact that money was being, you know, transition was that they were lying like that woman Lori Lachlan like they were saying that her daughters were like rowers and they were getting scholarship money on top of it like it was a whole thing it wasn't just I'm going to give you some some money and then you're going to get in right like it was there's a lot of other things that were happening behind the scenes so yeah and what should the FBI be doing what do you think they should be investigating what about fentanyl that seems like a pretty big problem in this country or like the pharma with the whole opiate thing. That would have been nice to know earlier on. So wouldn't that be the ATF and not the FBI? I mean, FBI can play a role in all this stuff. I mean, they are the Federal Bureau of Investigation. They can investigate stuff. I mean, I guess you can investigate anything, but... Yeah, apparently college admissions too. <laughs> like, Yeah. That's the thing. Apparently you would want the ATF more involved in figuring out, you know, the fentanyl and, and all of that stuff. But... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's talking about cartels at that point, like yeah, it's a, that's a whole lot. <laughs> it's a it lot is. to take on. Yeah, and you said no politics, so and you know all of that stuff is political. I, I always debate back and forth about like, uh, I don't know if this topic is political or not. If it's like overtly political, I'm just like, okay, I can't talk about like, all right, what Congress is talking. I can't talk about an omnibus. All right, fine, but 
if I can talk about some concept, like the governing of people, but not in a direct way, I might let it slide. And really the no politics rule is for me because otherwise I'm just going to go ham on it. So that's the, that's yeah. my problem. That's my own, I guess at this point, mm -hmm. restriction on the things I talk about, but. I was legit on a TikTok where you like went ham on politics and I was like, what, what just happened here? Like yeah. you brought out all the Trumpiness and oh yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. I guess oh you're God, not. A I fan. laughed so hard. <laughs> We're not talking about politics. Oh yeah, right? that's true. Thank you, thank you for keeping us on track. Yeah, you know, you always keep me on my toes on the Same. TikTok lives too. Do I? It's always yeah. It's we like, missed you on the last one, by the way. Everyone was asking like, where were you? Like, was, was Eliza was there. Jalila was there. Like, uh, oh, and... I was sick. Like, I've been. Oh, you're still sick. I'm still like, don't I sound like a porn star? Like, this is not how I typically sound. I don't need Andrew Tate, like, you know, <laughs> managing my only hands. No. <laughs> I'm That's still what... getting over being yeah. sick. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> it happens, man, when you're around kids. Oh, okay. It's just what it is. You'll get there when you meet your, you know, teacher soulmate. Yeah. Well, I guess you won't because you'll be home so you won't have to agree. <laughs> yeah, what was uh, it that you guys brought up last time? Someone brought uh, up like I would end up with a teacher. <laughs> well, you were you were trying to figure out like how to date, like because your way of dating is super strange, but you were trying to figure out like where to meet people or whatever. Yeah. I don't even remember how the conversation oh, started. Oh yeah. You was it you who suggested volunteering yeah. in school? Yes. Because you're you used to be an engineer and yeah. they need people like that. And then you can meet a teacher uh, and then you can raise your weird kids that you're going to homeschool and they won't <laughs> be, you know, like socially involved with any other people. And you guys will like live out on your homestead yes, and farm and do all that, that great stuff. Perfect. But yeah, oh. you know, yeah. <laughs> so I just volunteered at <clears throat> school. Here's what I actually looked into this. I actually saw a TikTok weirdly enough where you could be a substitute teacher and you don't need any teaching credentials or anything like that. You do need a college degree or maybe even a little bit of higher education, but I do have that. And basically you just show up when a teacher's absent, keep the kids occupied. And so maybe that's my way in. Obviously they get paid some stipend or whatever. It's not much, but at least they're paid. And then I could go to the teacher's lounge and, and, and find one of those, I guess. Mm -hmm. homesteading mm -hmm. teachers <laughs> or you could just volunteer you don't have to be a sub subs are weird you just subs are always the best what are you talking about subs are weird i just remember like the substitute teachers in high school and the fact that like half of them were dating people in high school like it was just so what? weird yes no isn't and that Scandalous. Scandals. Like, Damn. I remember being in high school and subs, I mean, because if we're being honest, some of them are only oh, still bad, but they're only like three to five years older than mm -hmm. the students. And they were like dating students. And I will never forget, like, I walked in on a sub and a student making out. Like, I just have this picture Whoa. in my head of like, uh. yeah, bad, bad. <laughs> So I'm going with the volunteer, the volunteer route, like, you know, start a robotics club or do you like a hackathon? You know, you've got that engineering mm -hmm. background yeah. and, you know, then you could meet a nice single teacher and buy a farm. Yeah. You'd have to do younger kids. I think you would have to do younger kids. I can see you like 
like getting into a fight with like a middle high school? school or high school kid. Mm-hmm. That's why it would totally. be fun. That's why it would be fun because it's like I have to be fun strict, like a right? Felony. Fun like uh, a felony. I don't know if it would be a felony. I mean, they might throw a few jabs. I might have to like swerve, dodge a few, <laughs> and then pin them to the wall and then call the security guard or whatever. But. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. with high schoolers, maybe you just got to be strict at first just so they, they recognize your authority and then you can be friendly, you know? Is that what you think? Show me what you guys are watching on TikTok these days. Let's see if we can build an app. And then, like, let's see how we can make some money, guys. Let me show you how to do it. And I would pay to see this. I would yeah. legitimately Students pay would pay to, to see this. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like, all right, guys, let's, let's figure out how to make some money. <laughs> I, uh, instead of that, I need you to focus on just finding oh, yeah. a, a the teacher. Girl. Yeah. yeah. Just the start girl. there, please. Girl comes first and then the money. No, no, no. It goes the other way around. The money comes first, then the girl comes. There's no money in this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna homestead and do all that ridiculous stuff, there's there's no money. No. I don't even know what homesteading is. What is that? Like farming and stuff. Like literally either you rent from a farmer. You don't know about that? Like, you can, like, rent their land and do your farming, and you can, usually you can live there. And the whole idea is that someone at least is dealing with the, the land. Never heard of this before? They don't no. have this in California? I don't think Wherever so. Wherever you live? No. So they gotta just, they got to, like, they raise their own animals. They get fresh eggs dr- directly from the chicken. They get their fresh milk kind of thing from the cow every morning. Is that... I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna do well on. No. I don't know. I'm not getting those vibes. No. I would build my own home for sure. I definitely would. But I feel like every engineer would say that. Yeah, you know? it's, that's like a thing for you guys. But yeah. yeah, the farming doesn't sound like it's gonna be your thing. No. You should just go to Whole Foods and get your eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's don't, my farm. Yeah, just go to Whole Foods, and I would pay to see you milk a cow, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, you might break a rib or something like that. So <laughs> get kicked by the cow. How do you not know about this? Have you ne- you've never been to a farm? Like even as a child? when I was six, maybe. Like no, I don't go to farms. What are there farms where you are? Yeah. Oh, are, do you live on a farm? No. Okay. Do you <laughs> no. wish that you did? There are days that I do. There are really? days that like I. Of like living on a farm, having like a garden. It's just because of the space. It's because I don't really like love people, and <laughs> I kind of prefer, I kind of prefer to like be alone and not have a lot of neighbors. But there are times that like that whole farm life, you know, appeals to me. Um, I probably like grow grapes so I can have wine. You can make your own wine. Sure, why not? All right. I mean, you know, I knew someone seems- who actually worked in the wine industry. Like the grapes that they grow are not like regular grapes. They're like I think bitter grapes. It's kind of weird. And yeah, then, they're different than like just table grapes. Yeah. yeah, but you have to like be in the right area for it. Even though like yeah. I live on the East Coast, and there are lots of areas over here where people um, are doing wine. Like there's several wineries within few miles of me. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know people do it, but it's not the best wine. It's not like you know sonoma or anything like that but mm-hmm. yeah i would totally do that do like little little wine things like wine festivals that's how they make their money yeah do, doing all that type of stuff but 
I don't know. We li- we live close to farms that are like apple farms, all types of things out here. So a little different than I guess the West Coast. Yeah, maybe. It, yeah, because I used to live in New York, and um, it is very very different from Cali. Like it's kind of crazy. Why like, do you leave New York? Uh, I didn't have a reason to be there anymore. I only went there for my first my first job brought me out there, and then I ended up switching companies, doing some different stuff, career change. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you know, I've had my fill of New York. Let me go back to what? California. Yeah. You like New York? I, I lived upstate. I wasn't in the city, even though I wouldn't real. live in the city either. Because that yeah, smells like real. New York City smells like piss it's... all the time. I don't no, like that either. What? Are you going to tell me it smells like culture? No, it's urine. Like it's actual urine everywhere. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It does not on. smell. Okay. Some of the subways, yes, it smells like urine. But like New York has a lot of culture and it doesn't all smell like urine. It's you, you smell peanuts on the street and you know, whatever else, pizza and all that great stuff. Don't don't do that. New York is you a smell great food city. Everywhere anywhere there's fast food restaurants. That's not a unique thing. Like as far as and then as someone who says you don't really like people, this does it make sense for you, you know? See, Eight million people. That's the beauty of New York. You can be in the city and be in your own little bubble because nobody gives a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. And so you can have people around you. No one's making eye contact. No one's trying to talk to you. Everyone's just going about their daily lives, doing their thing, and no one's in your face about it. Yeah. So every time I've gone to Cali, like people want to talk to you, and I just don't understand why. Like, you don't know me. That's called being friendly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. In New I York. Have friends. Like... <laughs> For what? Yeah. I'm sure that you have friends too. Like, I don't want to talk to strangers. And in New York, you have that ability to just kind of move around and you don't have to talk to any of these people. Yeah. What's not to love? And the best food ever is in New York. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I don't know about no. that. Like, I, I don't know. I don't go out eating that much, but I've had a few spots in New York and I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. You will see a lot of different things there for sure. I did like the. You don't the, go out to eat a lot? So do you cook? I'm not a foodie. I'm not. Oh. Like, yeah. It's like I Basic. eat because I'm hungry and that's it. <laughs> if it tastes good, that's even better. <laughs> but, well, I think this is the same in LA. Like, what I love about a big city is that any restaurant that I go to, I know if it's disgusting or not by the grade that's on the door. Um, New York is great with that. Like, I don't ever have to go to a restaurant that's, like, football. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I love New York. Uh-huh. The best, it's the best place on Earth. The best, right? well, really? maybe not on Earth. I'm, no. I'm Caribbean, so obviously I, the Caribbean is the best place on Earth to me. But, okay. yeah, New York is pretty cool. You got to give it another try. I gave it several tries. Yeah, no, especially the city. You, have you been to Toronto? I have. Um, yeah. Does it remind you of a cleaner, friendlier, more diverse New York City? I knew exactly where you were going. As soon as you said it. <laughs> yes. The second you said it, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. So, yes, Toronto is a friendlier and cleaner city mm. for sure. But I don't want friendly. Okay. <laughs> you I like the assholes. Talking to me. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. 
for years and years, like I'm in IT as well. And I worked, you know, in New York in IT for, for many, many years. And I did leadership there as well. So mm-hmm. for me, like there was no feeling, right? Like you just do what you need to do. Everything is very matter of fact. I loved it. Mm-hmm. You leave New York or you're managing people up. You have to like consider their feelings and did this make them sad and all of this stuff. And in New York, it's like, it's just business. Like mm-hmm. we're just, we just have to get a job done. So I just, I appreciate that about the city. Toronto is great. Like, don't get me wrong. I do like Toronto, but yeah, I don't want to talk to everyone all the time either. I don't want to talk to my cab driver. I don't, where my Uber matter. Like, I don't want to speak. I just want to. Just take you know, me there. Yeah. Nice. Like, we don't have to talk. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it was nice that Uber, I think they let you choose what mood you're in. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I was talking with somebody today about like, so like, you know, when you go shopping at a grocery store or something like that, maybe based on what color cart you chose dictates how open you are for random conversations. Like if you chose a red cart, it's like, leave me alone. I'm just here to shop. And if it's a green cart, yeah, you can come up to me and we can have conversations about whatever BS and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I think... If we had those like clear, overt signals about our state of mind and whether or not we're because like even those of us who like to be left alone, which I'm with you on that. I don't don't like being bothered, which is the one thing I do appreciate. But I like the asshole culture of New York. But, you know, every now and then it's like, okay, a little social interaction isn't so bad. And so maybe that day I'll just pick a yellow cart instead of because I don't want so much, just a little bit. What if those carts are all being used? Like, what happens if you have this whole cart system and red means talk to me, but all of, like, you know, black like your heart, all of those are, like, in the store Mm -hmm. and you don't have a cart now. Now you have to go with the red. So maybe there's an LED strip so you can choose what color it turns. That would be better, I think. Okay, yeah. You, You need to engineer this a little bit more. Yeah, we'll do that. And then... We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Because then then you can actually compare like different cities and stuff like, okay, these people don't like being bothered at all. And then these people like, oh, very super friendly and like open and whatever. But I think I am with you on the whole like, yeah, a lot of people, especially out of New York, for sure. um, They need to be the feeling stuff, especially when it's a place of work. It's, It's just like, I don't know. I never understood why people treat it like more than just what it is, which is work. You're here to do a job. You might, you get paid for it and leave it at that. And I've always had my professional and personal life separate. I didn't like being friends with people at work. I do do the team building every now and then just because they get weird if you don't. But, (laughs) but otherwise it's like, no, we're not friends. Like my work life and personal life are two separate things. I totally agree with that. And they do get weird if you don't, but yeah, I even... I don't know, even like now we're so good for the holidays, legit trying to figure out like maybe I'll have COVID, you know, or maybe I'll have flu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. Like, yes. So not into it. And I'm also one of like the only black women in leadership in uh, our leadership team. And mm-hmm. I guess I'm actually the only black woman, much rather like sit at home by myself or with my friends or family and go out and have to put like a smile on my face. There's got to be a way for me to get out of this. Like I've been thinking about it for 
days at this point. Well, well I guess you could do the COVID thing, but I mean, I mean if you just, I don't know. I feel like you can only use that maybe like three, four times a year tops. And then... Really? I thought it was like twice. Oh, really? That's... I think, I think uh, isn't it like six months of immunity or something like that once you have it? Oh, okay. So then twice. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. so... I don't know if I can use COVID or if I should save that for like something else, but <laughs> be strategic with your excuses. Yes. But I have to figure something out. Like yeah, maybe I'll just have like pink eye or something and I can't be around people. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't want to do those things. Wow. I much rather be at home, you know, around fake people watching your lives, making fun of you. <laughs> and then finally agreeing with me at the end after all this back and forth you're a lot tamer than you try to come off sometimes and it's not that i'm agreeing with you it's yeah. that you're finally coming around to like sensibility That's i was really always nice making it. sense I, I the way i like to start off is like very i think strong that maybe people would disagree with but then if i can like bring you along you know pull that string and then the idea starts forming in your head. I'm just yeah, the puppeteer. That's, that's what I am. I'm the puppeteer. And you're Pinocchio. That's, what's, that's what it is. Oh, yes. um, I, think it's, I think it's once I get my point across to you, you're like, you know what? I think she has a point. <laughs> we just have to make it like I thought of it. And then we can go from there. I think yeah. that's more what it is. But it's cool. Whatever yeah. helps you sleep at night. We can disagree to disagree. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I don't know. I've been enjoying the TikTok lives, honestly. Like, Have the, you? Yeah, because I think I've seen all the other people on TikTok live. Like, I've seen okay. some weird stuff. I don't know if you what you see on your feed, but I've been seeing, like, some weak stuff, like, hold a sign where they say, I'm not going to speak until somebody makes oh, me yeah. laugh. Or, like, yeah. the ASMR crap. I'm like, all right, what the hell is this? And then, or, like, the peeling the eggs or unboxing, like, prizes or whatever. I'm like, this is such crap. I'm just, I'm going to, you know what? I, it's my duty right now to to make it better. And so that's what I'm really trying to do. And I think the people who like the conversations that we have on the live are, mm -hmm. I think, higher IQ than the rest of TikTok. That's what I'm thinking mm -hmm. is happening. You have some doozies on your TikTok sometimes. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah, we're going to get some people on there, but. No, not even like the trolls. Like, you have some people who I question every single thing that they type. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> A little inconsistent. I <laughs> but it, I do understand where you're coming from because there are some really boring people who are doing lives, right? And like, I don't know. If I'm going to sit there and watch your live, I need it to be interactive. It can't be just you saying, hey, where's everyone from? Who cares? Are you coming they actually, That's what they do? Like, Jeez. I, I hate that. I'm like, it doesn't matter where I'm from. Like, we're not going to meet. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> what are you, what is the topic here? Like, have a topic. Yeah. And if they don't have a topic or, like, they don't know how to carry a conversation, then yeah. I'm like, all right, next. Um, maybe they should get like Andrew Tate to help them with content. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's oh what he, he talks about. Yeah, it's like, hey, wow, he no, knows how to least, do it. Yeah, you, you at least lives like you were engaging, even in an asshole way, but you were at least engaging so that a conversation could happen. 
the ones that I get a lot of these days are the the gurus who are talking about masculine and feminine energy. I get a lot of that on TikTok. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's found what you like. I don't. You like watch the stuff. You watch the stuff. Okay, like TikTok reveals who you really are. It's like a mirror into your soul, and that's what it's showing. <laughs> so, so basically, what it's showing is that I like to fight because when these stupid ass people come on talking about women need to be in their feminine energy in order for them to get everything they want, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what if, what if a woman, what if women like women? You know, like, what if a woman identifies as something else? Like, I think TikTok realizes that I like to poke holes and bullshit, so they present me with bullshit situations to poke holes in. So you like go straight to the comments? Um, I try to watch most of the TikTok before I go to the comments. Okay. Because sometimes the comments will skew like how you're feeling about the content. Mm -hmm. So I try to, you know, like give the benefit of the doubt so they get through it. And then I go to the comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I comment. So, but yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I like healthy debate obviously. Um, and I like people who like at least are thinking about like what they're going to put out there for content. Like if you're going to do this for entertainment, make it entertaining. Yeah. I think that's the thing that bothers me the most that these people, especially on the live part, they're not even bothering to be entertaining. No, they're not. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's your one duty as a creator. You know, if you're going to be on there and you're asking people to watch and choose to watch you over what the what else they could be watching like netflix or football or whatever like, right the least the one duty you have is to be entertaining and so maybe that's a point to andrew tate too because he is entertaining you can say whatever you want about you don't like the message misogyny blah 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 whatever but he is entertaining okay some dude saying you know all the things that most people would agree with are, are not things people would watch and then saying it in that the way he says it, which I think he has a way with words. So I mean, I was totally entertained by him getting arrested this week. So I guess okay. there's that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Totally entertained by him getting dragged this yeah. week on TikTok. So I guess there's that. I guess I'm totally entertained when like Kanye gets dragged too, because he's just as problematic, if not more problematic. So I don't like Kanye. yeah. Um, no. He's just all about that love these days, you know? What? Yeah, he, he, was... he keeps saying it. I'm going to take him at his word. <laughs> like, My God, don't. He takes it extremely, was... though. He's extreme with that love, which includes all the crazies, which I'm like, the guy's living his principles. Kanye is brilliant, okay? Like, Kanye is an amazing artist, mm-hmm. and that's where he needs to stop. Like, You don't like his fashion? His fashion's great. I don't know. It's, it's not really my style. His fashion. No, I heard you. I just was yeah. like, what? <laughs> um, no, I do not like his fashion. I don't like his ego. I don't like the fact that he decides to air all of his dirty laundry out. Like, it's almost as if he forgets that he has children and the internet is forever. Oh. And yeah, that's problematic for me. Um, like, give your kids a good reason to be in therapy. You're giving your kids bullshit reason, like, to, to have to go to therapy. I just, I, I, Kanye's too much. And he fights with everyone. And I just don't yeah. to do that. No, he's just that asshole, you know? Like, 
assholes fight with people. That's just how they are. Like, I fight with people all the time in the comments. I don't know if you've seen them, but even with you. <laughs> yes. I've seen your comments, and I'm just like, just shake my head. You know? I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like people make it too easy. They make it too I actually enjoy it. That's the thing. I think I'm like you. Like, uh, where I just... So TikTok realized you like the conflict. You like the... So it's yeah. giving you things that you can push back on. And then for me, obviously, I put the stuff out, and I edit them to seem... And honestly, there's only so much I could say in 45 seconds. Obviously, there's nuance to all these things, which is why I like that we have this podcast, too, which is long-form right. conversation. We can actually explain and debate, and then maybe we agree on a lot of things. But, you know, when I only got 45 seconds because the attention span on TikTok is so short, I have to decide, okay, I have to cut out this this exception that I otherwise said because I record three to five minutes of stuff, and then I cut it down 45 seconds and so it's like okay and then i'm like all right i do lean into leaving the triggering comments in there and stuff and then when people leave their their comments in the the videos then i get to have my fun <laughs> and just riff and i get to joke around and if they're a hater i get to c come up with comebacks if they're supportive it's kind of boring honestly if people are like oh yeah i totally agree 100 percent facts 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 i'm like Whatever. I'll give him a heart, but then I'll move on. I don't really care. <laughs> You're like, I acknowledge that you interact with me, but yeah, not into yeah. your comment. I can see that about you, especially like some of your Instagram stuff. I'm like, what? But I have seen that. I don't know. I, th I think I thought more about society in general. Like, I, I really thought people were smarter than they are mm -hmm. until I got to, like, when I started watching Tim, like, oh, okay, he is stupid. Like, I just kind of thought that was like, what people said like i did not imagine that people were this dumb and they are and mm -hmm. i definitely see some people who comment on your stuff who like i in a way like i feel like what they're gonna get to but mm -hmm. they don't know how to like say it i don't know it's just some of the people who comment on your stuff are funny yeah and, and weird <laughs> What's your favorite podcast? Your Mine? Own? Yeah, obviously. Weirdly enough, I actually do enjoy it. The editing part can be a drag sometimes. After I edit it and then I listen to it, I'm like, wow, okay, that was a pretty interesting conversation. And it was just me and and usually guests or like with you or maybe a friend of ours that we had on before or a random guest that came from TikTok Live, which is how I didn't expect it as an outcome of going on TikTok Live, but meeting interesting people. I never, never thought that would be the case, but I actually got a chance to meet like one of them, one of the people who show up to the lives really? in person. Yeah, in person. Did you meet at a coffee house and did you get there early with your book? She got there early and she <laughs> bought her drink before I showed up. Yeah, she did it. <laughs> hey, she stole your move. She did steal my move. <laughs> she literally did. And she told me, it's like, you know, you said this on your live. I figured I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. She was fun. She was she was cool. She was very cool. This is the first fan I've ever met and it was cool. I don't know if I go that far. So are you really a fan? Swear to God, she said it. She's like, Oh, it feels like I'm meeting a celebrity. For me it felt like I was meeting a friend. And so Right. Uh, yeah, that's the way I treated it, but I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like how TikTok like perpetuates this idea that 
like these people, these content creators or whatever, like celebrities, like I, I just never bought into it. Yeah, the celebrity thing, I never understood that either. Like, I don't, I don't want it to be that. I think the cool thing about the lives is I actually get a chance to learn about people, right. which if I'm just posting videos, it's like, yeah, people get a taste of my mindset or they call it a parasocial relationship where one person knows so much about the other, but then the other person doesn't even know anything about them. And that's what happens, especially with podcasts. And so I like the idea that with the lives, I can actually learn things about people. So I knew so much about the person I met and I've gotten a chance to know a few things about you too. This podcast gives us a taste of your mindset and kind of your vibe, which is cool too. This has been fun. You know, I'm on the East Coast, so it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is when we end anyways. Is there any last remarks you have or anything you want to plug if you want to plug anything? I have nothing to plug. <laughs> I'm not that person, but I do want to reiterate that I do not agree with you. The listeners will judge, okay? I'm not going to make any statements, but listeners, you're listening to this. You decide whether or not she just capitulated to every one of my points. Didn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't.